Welcome to this podcast produced for Business Lincolnshire as part of the Fit for Business programme. I'm Guy Lewis and we're joined today by Stuart McFarlane Bedford from SMA. Hi Stuart, how are you? I'm doing really well, Guy. Where about yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. So what have you been up to this week? Well, this week I've been renewing our business insurance Mm. and um, it got me thinking about the whole topic of insurance and what's it for and questions like do i really need it and with with costs going up is is that something i could cut back on and and be a bit more risky about things so so we're immediately thinking about a, a balance a, a balance of should we insure things should we not insure things well yes it is a balance and uh, i mean most business owners don't realize that they can be liable for a whole range of accidents and issues even if it's not their fault, it can seem unfair. And mm-hmm. there's lots of tailored insurance around, and you can build the cover to protect against your specific needs or you or what your business faces. Mm-hmm. And there are so many flexible insurance products around, everything from digital threats to work um, workplace injuries or costly legal action. And, uh, you know, when we think about insurance, it, it's it's a means of protecting against financial loss. loss. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's a form of risk management, primarily, you know, a contingent against us being sued or losing money. Okay, okay. And there's that idea of, do I not insure something and take the risk of that, uh, of carrying that myself? Okay. So, so what's the purpose of insurance? Well, its aim is to reduce financial uncertainty. Um, And, you know, what do do we do for insurance? Well, by paying a small amount each month for an annual insurance premium, um, Mm -hmm. that allows us uh, to be paid out on a promise in the event of some loss or some issue happening. Okay. Um, and so who is business insurance particularly for? Well, it's it's basically for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, um, anyone who provides a professional service mm-hmm. or could have claims brought against them by a client. So that could be sole traders. It could be freelancers, contractors. It could be limited companies, limited liability partnerships, or anyone who provides expertise, skills, or advice to clients. So when you think about it, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone's <laughs> in business. Okay, so how, how does business insurance differ from personal insurance? Well, if we think about personal insurance, there, there tend to be four, four general types. So mm-hmm. there's things like motor insurance, health insurance, travel insurance, home insurance, mm-hmm. and we're all familiar with those. Um, personally so when we talk about business insurance it's it's to really to guarantee against loss which occurs during the course of the business and there are many types of uh insurances that a business can take out okay so I, but i guess the, then the different issues the business issues aren't they what what sort of stuff are we thinking of well, the the issues that can happen from from a business point of view, there's there's 
probably basically four. There's uh, uh, neglect. So it's about being careless in your work, such as giving adv- advice or making an, a mistake. Mm-hmm. You think of it, I don't know, a plumber, you know, f- forgets to, to solder the, the joint and you get water all over your yeah, house. Yeah. Um, it could be an infringement of intellectual property. Mm-hmm. For example... If you reuse content that you've taken from a website without permission and you put that on your website or you use that as part of your marketing, you could be sued for that. Um, Another is defamation. We've all heard of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's about making false or damaging claims about a person or an organization. So in a business context, you know, you have to be really careful if, if you are being critical of a competitor. Mm-hmm. And the, the last one is breach of confidence. So that's about sharing confidential or commercially sensitive information with, to someone without the consent of, of the, 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 the person that Mm-hmm. Is part of that information. So those are the four key things that happen in business, but obviously not in in with personal insurance. Okay. So if I'm if I'm thinking about starting a business, what sort of business insurance do I need to consider? Well, the there are a few things that you must consider. The the first is identify your business needs and find the appropriate range of policies that relate to that. Mm-hmm. The, the level of cover that you need depends on the risks that your business faces um, or is involved in. Mm-hmm. And you should consider how much legal fees and compensation you could, you could pay out. So mm-hmm. how much is it going to cost you? So in some way, it's worth checking if your clients – um, have a, requ- uh, a, a required minimum level of cover. I know that some of the contracts that we have, you know, we are required to have, you know, uh, five million pounds worth of, you know, public liability, mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. million pounds worth of PI, and et cetera, et cetera. So they might be contractual, but or desirable, but not compulsory. That's correct. Yes. Okay. So they're not compulsory because businesses, you can actually set up in business without insurance, okay. but that is just so risky, you know. Okay. So how do, businesses, uh, how do business owners find out about what insurances they need? There's, there's two ways. So the, the first is that you could go to an insurance company. So if you think of um, – a typical insurance company, and we've got I've got a list of the top six in the UK. So there's people like Hiscox, RSA Insurance Group, the Admiral Group, mm-hmm. the Prudential, Direct Line, and Legal in General. So mm-hmm. they're sort of the top six in the UK. So you can go onto their website. A lot of these you can put in your requirements, and it will give you a quote. Mm-hmm. Plus, they also have lots of great information about what they offer and what it covers. So there's some good guidance on there. But in some way, that's great if you actually know what you're looking for. If you don't know what you're looking for, then probably the best way is to go to an insurance uh, broker. And an insurance broker 
will compare the market. So we've all heard of comparethemarket.com. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in some way, they're, they're a, an online broker where they compare all the policies from the different insurance companies, and they can advise you which, which is the best one for you. My name is Guy Lewis, and you are with myself and Stuart McFarlane Bedford discussing business insurance. We've talked about the reasons to take out insurance, risk reduction, and where you may be able to find advice on how to take insurance cover. But what are the most common insurance policies that businesses take out? So the big three, Guy, are uh, professional indemnity, public liability, sometimes known mm-hmm. as third party, and employer liability. Okay, so let's go back to professional indemnity. What's, what's all that about? Well, th- that's about uh, protecting you against legal proceedings if you have delivered uh, a bad service, you've made a mistake, you've given mm-hmm. poor advice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, experts, you know, people like uh, myself and you as business advisors, business coaches, mm-hmm. we always give the best advice uh, we can give to people. But uh, sometimes that could be wrong. Mm-hmm. So an example, I've done some digging around to to look at, you know, what's the the cost of this? And if you're uh, a sole trader, you know, maybe a plumber or something like that, um, for professional uh, indemnity, it will cost you about £20 a month mm-hmm. for one million pounds worth of cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a micro business, which is one to ten mm-hmm. employees, it will cost you about sixty-six uh, pounds a month for five million pounds worth of cover. Okay, so so a couple of hundred pounds a year for a small business for a sole trader, and, and six seven hundred pounds or whatever for a micro business. Yeah. What about what about the next one? Uh, the next one is is public liability and third or third party. So um, if you run a business, anyone can issue proceedings against you. And, and let's just think of what what that means. Is if uh, if I'm in a, an office, I've gone to see someone, I put my briefcase mm-hmm. down. Someone comes in and trips over my briefcase, then they could actually sue uh, me because I put my briefcase down if they got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another thing, market stall holder, mm-hmm. he needs to have uh, third-party uh, cover because anyone, if anyone got injured while they were buying uh, products off his market stall, that would be the same. Um, along with public liability, quite often uh, product liability is included in that. So that gives the business support if they're held liable for injury or illness caused by a defective product that they've sold. And I've had a look at some of the costs Mm -hmm. uh, around this. And for a sole trader, um, for £5 a month, they can get £5 million worth of cover. And if you're a micro business for about £100 a month, you can, uh, sorry, £100 a year, £8.50 a month, you can get, again, £5 million worth of cover. So it's not a huge amount of money to offer you that protection. Okay, so it's public liability. It's it's actually, if you're out in the public, either the product or yourself, and and that product or yourself or what you're doing causes damage to somebody else, they'll claim it through that public liability insurance. It protects you. That's the whole point. It's protecting you uh, from having to pay the legal fees, yeah. 
Okay, and what's the uh, what's the last of the big three insurances then? Okay, the last of the big three is um, employer liability. So, so this is to cover if anything happens to your employee as a result of the work they do, if they get injured, etc., mm-hmm. etc. But, but also note that for limited companies, if you're a director of a company and not an employee of the company, you still have to take out employer liability because you're still working for the company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So um, looking at some costs around this as well. So um, for a sole trader, again, you're looking at about £5 a month uh, for £10 million worth of cover. And if you're a micro micro business, uh, again, it's around eight pound fifty pound eight pound fifty mm-hmm. per month for a ten million pounds worth of cover. So again, we're not talking about hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if we summarise that, because quite often businesses take out the PI, um, mm-hmm. the PL and the, the EL. Yeah, yeah. And if we look at the combined costs for a sole trader, it will cost you uh, £350 a year, but that £30 a month, but that's giving you a total of about £16 million worth of cover. And, okay. if, and if you're a micro business, it will cost you around £1,200 a year, £100 a month. Mm-hmm. And that's for um, usually over £20 million worth of cover. Okay. And what about, so, so they, they were sort of the big three. What about the, what the some of the more optional business insurances? What, what sort of things can you look at there? Well, um, there, there are loads of different types of insurances you can take mm-hmm. out depending on uh, the type of business you're in. So in actual fact, certain companies offer sole traders a specialist type of package. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also get certain packages for, for freelancers, so people who um, work for different companies just as a mm-hmm. freelancer. You can get that cover as well. Um, you also get cover for cyber and data because mm-hmm. obviously that's very, very prevalent now. Um, cyber insurance helps you protect your business against a variety of uh, digital risks. And, um, uh, you know, there is there are various packages called cyber liability insurance. And also it's about protecting um, your business if you get hacked, if you lose data and uh, people can be fined and people can uh, sue you because mm. you've lost their data. Yeah. Um, there's also commercial property insurance, office insurance, office equipment insurance. It goes on and on. There are so many. Every, every insurance company can find a, a product for you if you if you feel you need that i mean one of uh, one could be personal accident insurance so if if you're involved in work that could be quite dangerous it might be worth taking that out for for all your staff and for the directors of that company okay so basically if, if it moves or even if it doesn't move you can insure it uh, th- that's <laughs> that's absolutely right yeah so are there any sort of specialist business insurances we should be aware of um there are um very specialist business insurances and um 
they tend to be expensive because mm. they are specialists. So um, what one is about um, overseas insurance. If you're working abroad in, in uh, a country, you know, that may not be very stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so insurance is for your employees or people working out there. Mm-hmm. Um, following on from that, there are additional uh, insurances called key employee insurances. And these insure against a key member of your staff uh, becoming injured or, or possibly dying. Mm-hmm. And this is where it's a specialist. So it could be a the head brewer mm-hmm. uh, a brewery or or uh, a perfumery mixer or you know and these people uh if if they were not in the business that could have a serious effect on mm-hmm. the 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 business going forward okay have you got, have you got any examples of that uh the closest example i've got of that is when i was uh, working uh, working for sony and uh, whenever we flew abroad to uh, america um they used to split up the sales team so uh, we would have uh, there would probably be i don't know 15 of us mm-hmm. uh, flying flying o- abroad and what they would do is put maybe two or three of us on uh, a different plane so we're all split up on different planes that's a sobering thought before you get on an airplane isn't it uh, it is uh, but obviously they were protecting themselves they don't want to lose all the sales team in one go should anything unforeseen happen and that that brings me on to sort of the next point which is about travel insurance mm-hmm. obviously if as a business you're sending people around the globe you're doing a lot of traveling then it's really important that you make sure there's good travel insurance for your people and probably the final one is around uh, hazardous and dangerous environments uh, so I, I was dealing with a company recently, and they uh, do high high level maintenance mm-hmm. on roofs. So all their uh, uh, engineers are specialists in harnesses and ropes and things like that, yeah. and they have to have special insurance because they they uh, go and repair. Um, the the roofs on things like the uh, the dome in London, you mm-hmm. know, it's that type of thing they do. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, specialist and therefore probably quite expensive. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. So, just give me a quick summary of the requirement for insurance and and those sort of those big three that uh, that you mentioned. Okay. So, just to summarise, what insurance? What's it there for? It's to provide security against risk and uncertainty because. We don't know what's around the corner. So as a business, you try and protect yourself as much as you can. And the big three, the mm. first one is professional indemnity. The second is public and product liability, which is sometimes known as third party. Mm-hmm. And the last one is uh, employee liability. Well, thank you very much for today. Okay. Thank you, Guy. You've been listening to a Business Lincolnshire podcast. Look out for the next episode. If you're listening on the Business Lincolnshire YouTube channel, don't forget to give us a thumbs up or subscribe down below. If you're on your favourite podcast platform, then remember to follow the show. More information at businesslincolnshire.com.